This is Now We're Here podcast, episode 11. If you listened to the last episode two weeks ago, you know that today we're going to talk about music, specifically hip-hop. I'll give you a little history on that. But I did not record anything. I haven't really posted much. Not in the... Pretty busy. Last week I had a chance to... uh, I had a chance to record while the kids were at school, but instead I decided to go to the movies. Still worth it. Still fun. Kind of needed some time away for... from. Not, not exactly doing this, but just to do something else. Something I used to do all the time, which is go to the movies. Uh, I went and saw Dead Rise, or Evil Dead Rise, which is, I think in this case, the fifth movie in that series. A long time ago, there's Evil Dead, the regular Evil Dead, which was meant to be scary, but it ended up being, had a lot of funny parts to it. Evil Dead 2, which they played off of those funny parts. Then Army of Darkness, which was the third one, which was just funny. And then I think back in 2013, they made an Evil Dead remake, which I never saw. Just life happened, got busy. Haven't, I forgot all about it until a friend brought it up. But either way, Evil Dead Rise, it's predictable. If you know the series, you know pretty much what's going to happen. It's just a new environment for the same thing. More up to date, I guess. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I kind of left the movies like, well, that just happened. Not the worst movie. You can easily wait for it on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, or something like that. One of the things you already pay for, see it for free. But if you like the movie experience, then go check it out. It is There's a few parts that'll make you jump. My picky diet's still being picky. I had In-N-Out last week. I actually had a cheese pizza before I started writing stuff down and setting up stuff. I went go to Target. They have the little food court up front. They have little pizza, uh, Pizza Hut pizzas, little personal ones, cheese and pepperoni. Grab the cheese. It's it's too convenient to not have, especially if you're hungry and constantly moving on the run doing stuff. Um, also, knocked out those burpees. I finished it a couple days before the end of last month. It sucks. I do not want to do another burpee if I can help it. And now the new challenge is 300 minutes of planks for the month, which the breakdown, if you are on top of it, is roughly 10 a day, 10 minutes. So do a minute rest, do a minute rest, knock them all out in like under 15 minutes easily if you stick to that plan. However, I'm behind probably a half hour's worth. So I definitely need to catch up on that. Not the hardest thing in the world to do. I just need to find the time to just do a plank on the ground for one minute at a time, a bunch of times a day. And when I started that one, I was like, okay, this is easy. I'll just do two minutes each and do it all in two minute chunks. And I realized, wow, I forgot how much this sucks. I don't like this. It's, I mean, I'm halfway to caught up where I need to be, but it's not the worst. It's not the worst thing in the world. I can do it. It's just got to find the time in between the workout. But with that, I am back to running again. Thank goodness, because plank, uh, not the planks, but the burpees were just draining the life out of me. But I'm back to running, training for the New York Marathon in November. So I'm kind of excited that to get that going again. So onto the topic, music. Specifically hip hop, but music grown up. I had a lot of Motown, as I recall, in the house, or Motown type music, because it's when you break it down, there's different types, subgenres, genres, subgenres, and everything. But I recall grown up listening to Marvin Gaye, Supremes, Temptations, Four Tops, Jackie Wilson, um, slew of those, uh, those groups. Uh, amazing. Loved it. Loved the music growing up. And then in the later 80s early 90s i don't know mtv happened of course and then my parents i don't know just left the tv on but bill collins if you if you know me 
you probably, even if you know me, you probably don't know that. I love Phil Collins. I actually didn't see all of Tarzan, but I remember when he came out with Tarzan back in the early 90s, he came out swinging. Amazing album. I'm a huge Phil Collins and Genesis fan. Yeah, that's something you don't know. Not a lot of people know. Uh, after that, I mean, of course, listen to tons and tons of other music. Whitney, back in the day. Michael Jackson, before he stuff was found out, of course. Janet, um, Metallica, Guns N' Roses, back in the early 90s when they were... They, they, they had been around since the 80s, but uh, MTV and VH1, you know, made everything bigger with music videos and all that. So those were huge. I can't think of other ones off the top of my head. Nirvana, remember all that. And then getting into hip hop, my, I mean, I, I heard it a lot. I heard a lot of Dre, a lot of Snoop. But I mean, they're interesting. I'm a huge fan of both of them and a lot of the hip rap and everything right now. Well, okay, not rap today's rap. I'm not a huge fan of. There are some good, great artists in between but I am now today still a fan of rap and hip hop. Yeah, let's make that clear. My first time listening to Tupac knowingly, like this is Tupac, is my sister had a CD single, I think, Dear Mama single way back in 95, Me Against the World album, which is today one of my absolute top favorite albums of all time, Tupac, Me Against the World. And then my first personal owning of hip hop or rap uh, music album and stuff is Outcast single cassette, AT Aliens Will to Steal back in 96. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't own one before that. My first CD, if you know me, you won't know. If you really know me, you might know, is Hooting the Blowfish, Crack Rear View. Actually saw them my wife and I, and I think, yeah, my sister and brother-in-law went and saw them down here. And it was, I've been to a lot of concerts, not going to concerts all the time, maybe one or two a year, maybe. Well, the concerts will be another episode down the, down the line. But we saw Hooting the Blowfish, and I love every freaking second of it. It was awesome. And I think Darius Rucker on a solo tour is coming back to town. I heard that. I need to look into it. 100% interested. For people who don't know Darius Rucker, he is the singer of Hootie and the Blowfish, or who, who people call as Hootie. He's not Hootie. He's Darius Rucker. He's actually a country singer. Uh, he's had a lot of great singles. Um, he's succeeded further past the group, but the group himself, it was amazing. I loved it. I'd go back tomorrow if they had it. Uh, grew up with all those uh, also, a lot of country, grew up in the Midwest for, I guess, my more formative years. Halfway through elementary, through the beginning of high school, I was in the Midwest. And where I live, you cannot escape country. We actually had a radio station. It was country. They also, such a small place, they did a lot of other stuff than play music, like have weird auction kind of things. You just call and say, hey, I have a gate I want to sell. Here's my name and number. And then stayed on the radio and people will call you for it. It was a real small area. So nonetheless, country was king for that. Tons of Garth Brooks, tons of Tim McGraw, Shania before she, well, I guess when she became big. 
it's one of those things I I can recall. I can hear it in my head. I just can't get the name out. But those were the two main ones I remember. And then years ago, saw Garth Brooks came to town, and I told my wife, "We're going to see this. I'm taking the day off. You're taking it off. We are seeing Garth Brooks." And again, one of the most amazing concerts I've been to. Uh, talking more about concerts, like I said, another episode down the line. But with Garth Brooks, he sounded perfectly clear, and I kind of got down for a moment, thinking, "Oh, he's lip singing this. This sucks." Like, I can't believe he would do that. But then you listen a little closer, you kind of start to hear the cracks, you start to hear the the liveness of it. You're like, oh, wait a minute, now I'm happy again because he's fucking bringing it. Oh, yeah. So, unrelated, side note, my son discovered this podcast on my wife's phone while he's messing with Spotify. I don't know if he just saw my silhouette with the bull's hat and the, and the beard as the cover, but he said, I guess he likes it, and he pointed out I cussed. I said shit a couple times in the first few minutes. So I don't know. Besides saying that and saying another word of a moment ago, I'm not sure how many times I've cussed this much. My wife said, don't worry about it. And I'm like, no, I'll lighten up on that because we tell them to not say mean things and bad words. So uh, I should probably fucking do that, right? I don't know. So getting into the hip hop portion of this. A lot of people gave me, I, I, I text some close friends, ask them, what's your definition? Some of them said, well, KRS-One said, rap is something you do, hip-hop is something you live, which I get. But in terms of hip-hop music, rap music, and I would list out a bunch of artists and say, which one is which? Uh, some of those names were like, a lot of random, a lot of different ones, Kanye, Tupac. J. Cole, Nas, Wu-Tang, and it was kind of split between, and those aren't all the names, of course, but a lot of it was split between different friends saying, one of them saying, that's a lot of rap artists you're naming, and the other one would say, these ones are rap rappers, these ones are hip-hop, and another friend said, here, look, people have asked me, here's this very long article from the Kennedy Center, this is what I tell them. And I'm thinking, how many people ask you the difference enough where you have this saved or at least easily accessible in your mind that you send it to them, you show it to them? But nonetheless, my when I think of hip, when I think of rap, I think of the person singing, the one rapping over a song, the one putting the words together over the flow and the beat. When I think of hip hop music, I do think of the culture. I think of emceeing, DJing, breaking, graffiti and having the knowledge of self and society and consciousness, consciousness of what's, um, of what's going on in your self or community, not so much of like, look at all the shit I have, look at my, look at my cars, look at my jewelry, look at all my, uh, all this stuff, no. That, so where does the break in the music of hip hop music and rap music and that's where i was kind of getting to i do agree hip-hop is a culture i'm not saying it's not my question is hip-hop music the difference when i hear it i can easily you know listen to it for a moment and be like yeah that's hip-hop a lot of the times it's from the beat it's a lot of more percussion um and also the flow of the mc or the rapper uh, how they're going about about the rhymes, of course, their content. Um, for a little history lesson, 
if you don't know, hip hop started in the 70s in the Bronx at parties where DJs actually on the turntable isolating the danceable portions of songs where no one is singing and just kind of keeping that loop going, which created more dancers on the dance floor. With more dancers on the dance floor, break, um, breaking B-Boys, B-Girls, all that started. Uh, B-Boys, B-Girls terminology is more, I think in the 70s, but definitely more, to me, prevalent in the 80s. But nonetheless, that created the competition for that. DJs came about before the MCs, Master Ceremonies. They were initially for hyping up the DJ, like, oh, listen to this, and people would tune in. Yeah, I, I can't. Side note, that's that's the dog flip-flopping by with his long nails. It's, he's really hard to have his nails cut. I, I put that in the side notes last time. I did trim his nails. You can do some of them before he will fight you over it. So when you hear that, that's my dog. So um, two turntables and a microphone is kind of the ideal uh, thing for hip hop. I, uh, it, it's one of the things of, of hip hop. And then the five or six elements of hip hop. And so the MC was hyping up the DJ. DJ did their thing. MC eventually started rhyming, talking over the beats, rapping, uh, rhyming, and then, you know, rapping over the beats. That became the thing, the DJ and the MC. There's Eric B. Rakim, DJ Jazzy Jeff, and Fresh Prince, a gang star with Guru and DJ Premier. DJ Primo is one of my absolute favorite DJs. RIP Guru. Um, but Primo, any him and Nas put together, oh my gosh. Him and Royce, Royce59 put together, you gotta be kidding me. Him over anybody, um, oh, holy crap, that's, I, I wish he would work with more people, or at least, maybe he has, I just haven't discovered it yet, but absolute, absolute master. So, also one of my favorite DJs, DJ Quick. He still does scratching and putting stuff together, doing vinyl, so does DJ Jazzy Jeff. And how they master their craft is amazing. Yeah, that's my dog. I really wish he didn't do that when I'm recording. I wish he would go somewhere else for that. So you're going to hear more of that, I guess. Slap my leg, get his attention. Now he's just staring at me. And he's shaking. Goodness. Now, now he gets all this energy. He was, he was just sitting here for the longest time, just right next to me, not moving an inch now. Now he wants to be active, so. Okay, where was I? Um, so, so, oh geez, just, just the dog. Total distraction. When I think of hip hop, as I said, there's artists today, uh, starting in the 70s through the 80s. To me, it kind of changed it became bigger in the 80s, and then it hit a point in the 90s where different style, different ways to make music produce other outside of simply sampling and DJing, traditional DJing came about, where it sounded almost more mechanical in a way. A couple months ago, I was 
doing my own little journey of super early rap all the way up, or I would focus on an artist like Curtis Blow. I'd start at the first ones and move up. I did that with him, LL, uh, Cool in the Gang, DJ Herc. I uh, can't think of the other ones. Fat Boys. Funny thing about Fat Boys, every time I mention that, people are like, oh, Fat Boys, huh, really? I'm like, you haven't listened to them then, have you? Their first two to three albums are crazy good. They're funny, they flow, they rhyme, they know what they're doing. And people are like, oh, 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 oh. yeah, I know, that's what they did. But that's actually a part of uh, part of hip hop. You use your what your tools around you, whether it's smacking the table or making, um, um, yeah, the word just, just left my mind. I can't think of it right now. Making beats with your mouth. Bismarcky, uh, Rozelle did it. Oh gosh, that's gonna bother me. Dang it, I did not want to add something to the notes later, but now I just did. Anyway, uh, the writing, I, I don't know where I was. I'll just jump into writing, graffiti and stuff. It became something that was used for album covers, for the clothes back then, and even now you'll see it in fashion, street art, and stuff like that and not always associated with hip-hop but nonetheless not nowadays i mean it does have its roots in hip-hop so those are I, I don't think i broke it down i'm sorry the whole my dog completely distracted me i'm gonna blame him on messing this up but whatever and oh also there's the collaboration and i think that might be a newer kind of newer element of hip-hop but collaborating uh, back then, it did actually end up in the films and movies and stuff. But, of course, things have evolved. It's quite prevalent today. You see hip-hop culture or an aspect of hip-hop culture, and you just go to the store, go to Target. I mean, I didn't notice at Target today. I really wanted to get myself and get out of there. But, nonetheless, you'll see aspects of it almost wherever you go. Go neighboring city, go across the country, across the world even. Having traveled to Europe a few times, hundred percent. Excuse me, hundred percent saw it there. It's definitely that's what hip hop is. It's a culture, and people have taken it from. It started in the Bronx, seventies Bronx parties, and it's literally world worldwide right now. So thinking back at, I already named a couple of these people. Let's rename them again. Hip hop at its start: Africa Mombata, Eric B. Rock, Him, Curse Flow, Grandmaster Flash, Cool in the Gang, Cool Hurt. Uh, Sugar Hill Gang, duh. I don't know why I didn't think of them earlier. Fat Boys Nucleus. I do think some artists start off as hip-hop artists and then kind of turn more into rappers. And here's where that question mark is, is it rappers at hip-hop? Nas. Oh, okay. I'll name some I'll name some artists, groups, and you tell me in your own head, I guess, or just message me. Leave a comment. That's cool, cool if you leave a comment. Nas. To me, hip hop from at the start, maybe the first album or two, it, it, I don't know, that's a question. Even then it was less DJing. He had great, uh, great production by all means. No breaking. Are you including all these facets into the music in order to call it hip hop? Or can you put the, can you just have two, maybe three and still be hip hop? By all means, I mean, 100% knowledge itself with Nas, first two albums. After that, it kind of blends a little bit. 
his newer stuff, I think he's back on track to who he really is rather than rather than trying to do some like catch up to Jay Z style stuff or like right before he had a couple couple not lame ones, but not meeting the par of previous albums I think around his fourth or fifth album, maybe in the nineties, and then he came back swinging hard. And then to me he's been consistent for the most part. Okay. NWA. You do have the early DJing. You have MCing, of course. Don't have much stuff. You 100% have knowledge of sell. Missing some? Do you need all five? I don't know. Well, a lot of people might know, not me. I don't know. That's why I'm doing this. I'm questioning it. LL Cool J. First couple albums I really liked. After that, mm, I love you, LL, but later I'm, I'm not 100%. Common? Yes. Kanye? Early Kanye? Yes. Later Kanye? Not so sure. Black Eyed Peas? Yes, with an asterisk, because once Fergie came on, Black Eyed Peas were no longer Black Eyed Peas. They were Fergie with three rappers. Or Fergie and the group formerly known as Black Eyed Peas. First two albums? Yes. After that, I might be wrong on the two albums. I think there's Maybe they had three without her, but nonetheless, yes and then no. Blackstar, yes. If you don't know Blackstar, Talib Kweli and Most Def, Yasin Bey, known as Most Def, 100%. Saw him in con uh, Talib in concert in LA. He opened for Macklemore. Okay, Macklemore. Yes and then no. I know he has a new one out. I haven't heard it at all. So I'm not sure, but man, Talib open. I love Talib Kweli. I am surprised he was an opener, but you know, I'm not surprised. I get it because Macklemore was up and coming. Talib can, he can hold his own show. He can, he can, he can do whatever he wants. Whatever he does, I'll, I'm there. It, and you know, reasonably there. I think I actually first saw him at the Jimmy Kimmel show. They have a little back lot in Hollywood where they have the artists perform. And that's where I first saw him. And then my friend said, hey, he's performing with Macklemore up here. Well, he said, hey, Macklemore's performing. And I said, let me look at it. And I said, oh, Talib Kweli is going to be there. I'm there. I don't know if he's gone on tour. I'm trying to think about it recently, maybe. Oh, yeah, I think he is currently doing shows. But it's part of a bigger thing. And I don't know if they come down here. But if he does, I would like to go to that. Who we have? Arsonist? Yes. Gangstar? Yes. J5? Yes. J. Cole? Yes. With the emceeing and knowledge itself. No for nothing else. Yeah. That, see, that's a debatable one. Kendrick? Yes and then no? Or are, are we thinking they're simply just rappers conscious rappers I, I i don't know i'm asking you i can't hear you leave me a comment uh tupac and steam knowledge itself yes the djing graffiti uh breaking no for biggie's first album mm, no oh Jumping back to Nas, the friend did say, he's the one who said hip hop was dead. 
I'm like, yeah, you're right. He said that later, but what about his first stuff? He's like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, early hip hop, earlier hip hop, later, mm, questionable. Most stuff you're going to hear on the radio right now, unless you are of XM and you are listening to uh, Rock the Bells station on XM radio, or sometimes with Shady's radio. I forget the ones in between. You'll catch a couple hip hop songs, but mostly. Uh, that's rap. FM, mostly rap. You might catch, you might get an old Kanye song, but no, not really. So, verdict's not in, but well, which ones are these? Rapper, hip-hop, Paris one. Let's jump back to what he said again. Rap is something you do. Hip-hop is something you live. I get it. I get it now more that i've had to actually sit away from everything and think about it read some stuff and krs1 yes 100 percent. and i know i'm forgetting numerous numerous artists if you're listening you're probably thinking you just you said this one but not that one how did that happen there's so many artists out there i'm gonna miss most of them oh krs1 trick question not trick question Pop quiz, what does KRS stand for? Knowledge reigns supreme. Hope you like this episode. Like, comment, follow, share. Instagram is the at sign. Now we're here podcast. And thanks for listening. Bye.